Hello, chefs. You're listening to Chef's PSA Podcast. I'm your host, Andre Natera. On today's episode, we're going to talk about what makes a chef. So first, let's start with an update. What have I been up to? Um, well, I've had a busy week, per usual. I'm always hustling. But the Culinary Leadership Fundamentals video course is done. It's wrapped up. It's edited. It's ready to go. The only problem I have with it is I need to find the right platform where it's easy to download because it is quite a large file. So when people want to watch the video, it's about, I think it wrapped up being about uh, an hour and 20 minutes or so. But what I cover on that is, you know, a lot of the same things that are in the book. So food cost management, cost mitigation, building a culture, dealing with difficult situations, social media marketing, etc. Anyway, that'll be available as soon as I figure out uh, what the right platform is to host it. And I'm still kind of working through some thoughts on that. I'm not 100% sure. The other thing is the Culinary Leadership Fundamentals audiobook is pretty much wrapped up. Um, doing some final edits. I'm hoping that that will be out. I feel like I've been talking about this uh, you know, for quite some time, but I'm hoping that'll be out in a relatively short period of time. But after that, I've been thinking about writing another book. And I know I just wrote three books this year and, you know, maybe I need to take a break, but, you know, my mind moves rapidly. And if I had an idea for another book, it would be things that I learned from my chef. So lessons when I was a cook, things that my chef taught me and, and just kind of make a compendium of those thoughts and ideas and, you know, put them into, you know, book format, short, short book, but more of a, more of a story format. So I don't know. I don't know if I'll do that. I'm not announcing that I'm going to start doing that because if I announce it, then I have to do it. I'm giving myself the option to not do it. But um, if that's a book that you guys would like to read, let me know. And uh, maybe that'll give me the motivation to write it. If you all feel that that's something that you all would like to read anyway. One other thing I forgot to mention is on last week's episode, I had mentioned that starting this week, I would also do video on YouTube and Spotify so you could watch this. Well, that clearly didn't happen. I had a, you know, I still have a little bit of a learning curve if I'm, if I'm being honest. I haven't fully figured it out. And I want to do a back, back, uh, I'm sorry, I want to do a black background um, behind me so you Everyone gets tired of seeing my bookshelf. Anyway, so that's not ready yet. I lied. I made a mistake. I spoke too soon. I thought I was ready to start doing video and audio. Turns out I'm not as tech savvy as I thought, so it's still a work in progress. Anyway, subject at hand this week is what makes a chef. This is a very interesting conversation for me because a lot of people um, really throw the term chef around pretty loosely. And sometimes I throw it around loosely and I'll, and I want to get into why I throw it around loosely, but really what makes a chef? I'm going to start out with a story. When I was in culinary school, I remember they were going through lecture and I signed up for culinary school. I, I honestly, I didn't even know what the word culinary meant. I thought I was going to chef school and, uh, some, some guy, some annoying guy said, no, you're going to culinary school. I said, what's culinary? And he started laughing at me. He says, you don't know what culinary is, bro. You're stupid. Anyway, I don't know what happened to that guy. He was an idiot, not me. I, uh, I was probably an idiot as well. I honestly didn't know what that word is. It was a big word for me. I was only like 16. Anyway, long story short, I'm in culinary school and the chef is up and he's giving lecture and he's talking about when we graduate, upon graduation, we can become certified cooks. And I remember I raised my hand and I said, 
don't you mean we'll be chefs? And he started laughing and he said, absolutely not. Maybe in 10 years you'll be a chef, but when you graduate, you're just going to be a cook and you got to work your way up starting from the bottom. Now, when I heard that, I was devastated because I thought that graduating from culinary school made one a chef. I didn't realize that that's not the case. You don't graduate from culinary school in most cases and go directly into becoming a chef. But I didn't know that. I was just a kid. So being the young kid that I was, I was, I was super bummed out. Anyway, fast forward a couple of years later. I'm working in this restaurant and uh, one of my buddies leaves and he goes to work at this golf club and he tells me, Hey, they're looking for a head chef and I think you'd be perfect. So I was like, really? You know, and at this point in time, I'm maybe 18 years old. So I, I went to culinary school when I was 17. So I'm probably about 18 years old at this time. And I remember I went and I interviewed for the job of executive chef. I'm only 18 and they offered me the job. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm going to be the executive chef and I'm only 18. I'm such a badass. And I remember going to speak to my my chef that I worked for at the time and uh, thinking like, we're going to be peers. We're equals because you're an executive chef. I'm going to be an executive chef. But the fact of the matter was, is there was only one other person in the kitchen. It would have been just me and my friend and I would have been his boss. So that would have made me the executive chef. And uh, I went and I spoke to my chef about it. And he said, uh, do you think you're ready for a position like that? And I said, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be a chef. And he's like, but you're not really a chef. You don't have a lot of experience. You have less than you know, one year out of culinary school. And I thought to myself, yeah, but I'll, I, culinary school taught me everything that I need to know. I'm ready. You know, I, didn't, I didn't know better at the time. And he says, how much are they going to pay you? Now, keep in mind, this is, uh, I think, 1995, 96. I said, you know, they're going to pay me $7 an hour to be the executive chef. Um, and he said, okay, well maybe just wait a little bit and I'll send you up to, um, my friend's restaurant. You could learn some more, maybe some different things there. Anyway, I didn't end up taking the job and in retrospect, thank God I had no business calling myself a chef when I was 18 years old. But the reality is, is that would have made me a chef technically, technically on paper. I would have been a chef. I would have been 18 years old. I would have had one other employee and I would have been his boss and that would have made me the chef. So when you think about what really is a chef, it's the chief, right? That's, that's kind of where the word comes from. It's the head person in the kitchen. The head person in the kitchen is the chef. Usually, okay, so let's, let's, let's take this more as, a, as an extreme example. There's one chef and everyone else is not the chef. Now, I know there's layers, exec sous, um, sous chef, et cetera, but let's just use this as an example. The chef is the chef. Everyone else is not the chef. And a lot of kitchens do run that way where, um, especially in the old days, you only called the chef the chef, so you'd say, you know, chef whatever. And if you dared address another chef in the same room that was maybe the sous chef and call them chef in front of the head chef, boy, I've seen some chefs lose their mind saying, I'm the chef, damn it. Don't call them the chef. I am the chef. You know, big egos in those days. Um, so anyway, I would not have been a chef if that was the case, but in general, let's just use a hypothetical situation. I've been a, an executive chef, I think nine times in my career. So restaurants, hotels, country clubs, et cetera. And in those nine times, let's say I, I, you know, right now I'm not a chef. I can't call myself a chef. I don't run a brigade. I've been a chef, but right now I would say I'm not a chef. Maybe I'm your all's chef. I'm a chef podcaster, but let's say I got a job and in the next job that I got, I'm the fry cook. I couldn't walk into that job right now and, and say, call me chef, 
because everyone else would look at me and be like, you're not the chef, you're a fry cook. So it doesn't really matter what I have done previously in my career. If I start a job tomorrow and in that job I am a fry cook, then I can't sit here and say I am a chef. The chef is the title. So the chef is the title of the person who runs the kitchen. The job is cooking or running a kitchen, right? I, I think that's an interesting way to view it because a lot of people just you know throw out the term chef arbitrarily. And I could say right now, I have a hard time calling myself a chef. A lot of times I say I'm a former chef because I am not running a kitchen. And to me, a chef is someone that's running the kitchen. Now, with that being said, in a lot of kitchens, the term chef is used also as a sign of professionalism and respect amongst everyone on the team. So if you go work in a, in a restaurant and let's just say it's a high-end restaurant and everyone calls back and it's, yes, chef. Well, you'll start to notice that if someone else is calling out orders, they might not be a chef and people will say, yes, chef. So maybe it's an expediter who has zero culinary experience and maybe they're a front of the house person and they just threw on whites for the day and they're calling out a ticket. You'll hear people say, yes, chef. Now, does that make them a chef? I don't know. They're running service. So you could argue that they are the chef. A lot of times people will call themselves chefs and call other people chefs like I said, as a sign of respect. So let's just say you're the fry cook, going back to my fry cook example. Um, there'll be times where they say, you know, they'll walk up to the fry cook and they'll say, chef, even though I'm not the chef, they'll say, chef, this, that, and the other. Uh, this is chef so-and-so. And everyone is chef. And kitchens like that, they do that just out of a term of endearment, a term of respect. They want to bring some professionalism into what they do. The chef title gets thrown around as chef de partie, demi-chef, Chef Comi, executive sous chef, et cetera, et cetera. And the reason people do that is it, it shows respect for the tradition and the heritage of what we're doing. So again, what is a chef? Hmm. So it does get a little bit muddy. I think the rule of thumb would be the proper thing is whatever is the proper thing in the kitchen where you work. So if you work in a place where there's only one chef, then that's it. If you work in a place where there's a sous chef and an executive sous chef, maybe that's the rule. Or if you work in a place where everyone is called chef, maybe that's the rule there. But it still doesn't answer the question of what is a chef. And I'm going to tell you another story. So I told you earlier how I was 18 and I was going to be a chef. Now, was I ready for that? Probably not, but I could have done it. Fast forward a few years, I take my first big executive chef job in California at a resort that had about, I think about five restaurants, big, beautiful four-star resort in California. And I was definitely punching above my weight. I was not ready to be the chef in this, um, in this particular place, but I got the job. I was a very good cook at the time. And I was pushing on the creativity side on things that people hadn't really seen at that point in time. So I knew how to cook, but I didn't really know how to chef. And so here I was in this place and I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. I kept making mistake after mistake after mistake, not in cooking, but just in running the operation, leadership decisions and things like that. So in retrospect, when are you ready to become a chef? Well, I definitely wasn't ready for that job, but I was definitely uh, ready for one. So uh, when people ask me, because I get asked this question often, how do you know when you're ready to become a chef? Well, number one, you're 
probably ready and you're probably not ready at the same time. So you're probably ready to be the chef at some places and you're probably nowhere close to being ready at other places. You could go into a place right now, realistically, you could graduate culinary school and walk into an easy place where there's one or two people and you could be the chef. But I doubt that you're going to be able to go to a place that's extremely difficult where you have 30 or 40 cooks and be able to be the chef there. And I would caution you to take a chef job before you're ready because it's very hard to go backwards in your career. Once you've taken the chef job, you're not going to want to go back to being a sous chef or a cook. One of the chef's PSAs that I put up is it's, it's better to take your time and be a good sous chef later versus impatiently becoming a bad sous chef today. And I think when we talk about what really makes a chef, when we talk about good chefs, because again, we throw the term around arbitrarily. Everyone's a chef this, these days. They're on TikTok, they're a chef. But what makes a good chef? A chef is someone that has uh, a high level of competency in most skill sets in the kitchen. That includes vegetable work, knife work, butchering, um, and the basic cooking methods, saute, braise, etc. So someone that's very competent in you know, the culinary, let's, let's call it culinary acumen. They, they have a good understanding of how to cook, but they also have a good understanding of how to lead, how schedules work, how to manage food costs, how to do inventory, etc. So there is a managerial aspect of being a chef, how to run service, how to run the pass, how to organize themselves, how to hire people, how to lead people. These are, these are things that you learn along the way. And I think that knowing all these things will make you a better chef. So when, when are you ready? I don't know, because an argument could be made that you'll learn about the job when you're in the job, and that's how you get better, but then the argument could also be made that they're not going to give you the job until you're ready for the job, until you have experience. Sometimes in restaurants, shit happens, and a lot of times, you know, a lot of times in independent restaurants, you know, chefs get, get fired or they don't come in or whatever, and, uh, you know, the, the places you know, in a chaotic mess and, you know, the owner will look at someone and say, hey, you're the sous chef. Guess what? Now you're the executive chef. And you're like, oh shit, okay, uh, what do I do? And well, figure it out. And that's not uncommon. So sometimes you get your first at bat when that happens. That's how, that's how you get your first chef job. That makes you a chef is you just kind of get thrown into the fire and you figure that you, you kind of figure it out. Other times, maybe, and this was my case, this is how I got my first chef job my mentor, my executive chef, he got promoted. And while he was moving up, he decided to pull me up too. So he moved into the next position that was the boss of the chef and he put me in the position as the head chef. So sometimes that happens. The person's in the building and they bring you up. Other times you kind of punch below your weight. So what I mean by that is maybe you're uh, the number two in a really high-end restaurant but it's going to be very difficult to go be the number one in a very similar establishment. So you go be the number one in something that's just below that level to kind of get your sea legs about you. That's also very common. But here's what I could tell you is that at a certain point, you have to make the decision that it's time to be a chef. You can't just sit around forever and say, oh, I'll be, I don't know when I'm going to be ready. I don't know when I'm going to be ready. Like at a certain point, you're, look, no one's ever ready. Just, just, you got to go for it. You, you got to make the decision and say, it's time now and I got to go for it. Now, if you fail, maybe you're going to find out that you definitely weren't even close to being ready and it's time to go back a few paces. Um, or And you may find out, hey, I was more ready than I thought and this was actually 
um, you know, I'm pretty good at it. Some people transition very well into the head chef role and other people struggle a little bit. Now, what I can tell you in my experience, and I do touch on this in the Culinary Leadership Fundamentals book, is that uh, there's obviously different levels of chefs and there's obviously different types of chefs. So, you know, a chef like... Uh, uh, Joan Roca from El Salar de Can Roca. So I did a dinner with him, you know, I want to say a couple of years back. And when he came into the kitchen, even though it was my, my kitchen, he's the chef. Yeah, chef, right? Set his cutting board up. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be his gopher or whatever. So he's, he's the chef. Even though it's my restaurant, he is chef. I respect the fact that he is my senior and I'm going to treat him as the chef. There's other times when I would walk into people's kitchens and maybe these people were people that had worked for me in the past. And when I would walk into their kitchen, they would call me chef. So all of a sudden they are like passing, uh, passing the respect of them and their team onto me. So like I said, there's different levels of chefs and you know, sometimes when they come in your kitchen, it's, it's yes, chef, set up your cutting board. Here's, here's your towels, nice and folded chef. Uh, let me know if you need anything. So keep that in mind. There's, there's different levels of chefs. But additionally, there's also a big difference in the type of environment you're going to be a chef. So let's say you're in a hotel um, and there's levels in hotels. There's a 100-room hotel. There's a 1,000-room hotel. There's a luxury hotel on the beach. They're, they all require different skill sets and knowledge as a chef. There is the diner down the street where you're going to be the chef. And there's also the three Michelin star place where you're going to be uh, a chef. And they all are going to require a different level of skill set and culinary knowledge and leadership and, and business acumen, etc. So developing yourself as a chef in all facets is never a bad thing, right? Get, become a really good cook first. Um, and, I, and I say that with a little bit of caution as, a, as you move up. Sometimes you're really going to miss the kitchen because a lot of times you don't have as much time to spend in the kitchen due to all the other things that are going on in the restaurant. You're putting out fires, you're dealing with issues, you're ordering, et cetera, you're writing schedules. All the other things take up your time and you're going to be like, damn, I really miss cooking. And rust is a real thing, right? The, the, the more time you take outside of the kitchen, uh, the harder it's going to be to get back in the kitchen. I'll tell you all the story now. I haven't been a professional chef in almost a year now. And... Uh, <laughs> I've made gnocchi my entire career, right? Ever since I was like 18, I, can, I, I know how to make gnocchi. And the other day I was making gnocchi for, for my house and uh, I couldn't remember how to make it. Now, hold on, I should probably clarify that statement. I knew how to make it, but as I was, I had to like stop and think like, okay, what, what's next? How do I do this? Okay, yeah, that's right. Um, and then as I was rolling it, like it's automatic memory, but I had to pause and think. It was no longer just automatic and that's because I'm not in a kitchen every day seeing food and you, you start to get a little bit rusty. I, I had to brunoise some, some things the other day because I was making a pie for uh, the pie hole project. And it was a, a donated pie. So inside my pie, I had brunoise vegetables, mirepoix, so celery root, onions, um, carrots, and everything was you know a strict brunoise how I expected my cooks to do it. And I remember I was doing it and I was like, holy shit, I can't believe I used to make my cooks do this. This takes a long ass time. Sorry, if you all are listening to this, I'm sorry I made you do that. It took me a long time to brunoise everything perfect. And I was like, this is, uh, uh, I'm rusty. I couldn't get this done as quick as I could. You know, my team could probably do it in half the time uh, that it took me because I was definitely out of practice. But long story short is as you move up into your chef roles, your skills do get rusty. So it's important to learn as much as you can, spend as much time as you can in those positions 
because the longer you take in those positions, the better you'll be when you're in the next position. And one of the things that's very important when you're a chef is people are going to ask you how to do something and you need to be able to show them, right? Because if you can't show them and it's your kitchen, uh, it, it becomes a little bit of a problem, right? People want to respect the chef. They, they admire the chef and they want to know that, okay, you're, you're competent in the things that you're asking us to do. Um, so anyway, food for thought. I'm not even sure if I answered the question, what is a chef? Well, there's some ambiguity there. I would close it by saying the chef is the person that is in charge of the kitchen to me. That's what the chef is. However, what is it in your kitchen? Because obviously every single kitchen is different and everyone has a different opinion on this. If you ask me, uh, the chef earned their stripes and worked their way to the top and, and uh, earned it. The title is bestowed upon you. It's not just frivolously given. So um, at some point you have to earn your stripes. If you get there and it's a something for nothing, meaning you got there and you didn't earn the position, you have to earn it at some point. If you, if you don't earn it now, you're going to have to earn it later, right? You'll get discovered and found out that you're incapable of doing the job. So make sure that you're doing everything you can to better yourself, better your team, and constantly be pushing forward to become a better chef. Anyway, that basically wraps it up for this week's Chef's PSA. If you want to support the show, please follow us on all social platforms. So Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. No one's on Twitter, right? Chef Twitter is the most boring place. So we need some chefs on Twitter, uh, YouTube. Um, if you haven't left a five-star review, make sure you do so. If you're going to leave anything other than a five-star review, shame on you. Go put that on someone else's podcast. This is a five-star podcast. Anyway, thank you all. See you next week. Hit the porno music. 